Clovercrest Media Group presents a CMG podcast. Keys to the city. Keys to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know. I crossed up by Kobe. Well, floated Shaq. And then Shaq goes like this. And the rest is history. Pay attention. Don't tell me what to do, devil woman. Speaking of those Lakers. But I, but I, hold on, fun. But I didn't make my point. I didn't make my I said Denver's going to win. Yeah, you did. You said that. There's no other show like that. Clovercrest is doing great things right now. Streaming everywhere. The Cross and Wrestling Entertainment Podcast presented by Clovercrest Media is what you AEW fans have been looking for. Noah Cross and Tyler Bard give their take on every week's episode of Dynamite. If you are a massive AEW fan, then it is time to join us every Sunday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Stay Crossum. going on basketball fans we are back with the posting up podcast i'm joined as always by king zay sean scanlon and big jace hope everyone is doing well today um speaking of doing well some players are starting to feel better and some pretty big names as well anthony davis returned to the lakers on thursday and jaron jackson jr finally played for memphis um last night he came off the bench he had about 25 minutes he looked good um in a win for memphis and Lamelo ball is nearing a return for the hornets after it was speculated he would miss uh the remainder of the regular season uh guys basically i'm gonna i'm gonna assign one of these players to each of you guys so uh jace we'll go first how big is ad coming back for the lakers um i mean it's i Obviously, very big. I mean, he's one of the best players in the league, probably the best defensive player in the whole league. So at missing that was big. And then also, especially down the stretch here, with them uh, not having LeBron too, uh, Andre Drummond isn't going to be able to keep him there, but uh, keep him outside of the Andre, – Andre Drummond himself can't keep him outside of the play-in tournament, I think. So having Anthony Davis back – Helping make sure they don't have to play in the play-in tournament, I think, will do very, very well for them. And uh, I mean, it, a lot of people still think that the Lakers are the best team in the West, so they need to stay out of that play-in tournament if they want to keep the have uh, some success in the playoffs. I, I think Isaiah, I know you've been keeping an extremely close watch on this Eastern Conference. Uh, you know, four through eight kind of slide, you know, this tight playoff race. Hornets are one of those teams that uh, I'm sure you've been keeping a close eye on uh, coming for the Knicks in their playoff spot. You know, it's big. You you don't want to be that 7 through 10 playing in that playing game. How big is LaMelo Ball coming back for this Hornets team? It's going to be huge. Um, he's Again, he's provided a spark off the bench for them when he was there playing before. He's, you know, he 
obviously a highlight machine him and um excuse me uh the, uh what the hell's his name can't forget right now but they're throwing up alleys all the time uh, miles bridges miles bridges yes sorry Whew. look i'm sorry about that but yeah my, him and miles bridges they'll be you know throwing alleys again making a highlight show but he also you know they're having terry rosier also and, and and having him back it gives them more depth back there at the point guard position and gives them more flexibility you know to do things so I think having him back is going to be it's going to be huge. It's going to be great. Obviously, I hope they don't make a push for the four seed, but <laughs> anything is possible once you have him back. I think, you know, he's obviously going to be the future, uh, at least one part of the future for that team. So having him back is going to be an impact for them definitely going into the playoffs. Now, uh, Sean, tell me how big this uh, Jared Jackson return can be for this Grizzlies team who are uh, – I believe they are currently sitting, let's see, they're sitting in eighth now, so still in that playoff realm they are. It looks like they're about two games behind Dallas for the six, so they can still escape um, the play in there. How how big is Jaron Jackson's return for this team? Yeah, that was uh, one point I was going to bring up is that, you know, they're only two games back from Dallas, only a game and a half back from the Blazers. So they could really, you know, uh, stay out of that play-in scenario. And I think that Jaron Jackson definitely helps that. I think that, you know, not just offensively, obviously, I think him and John Morant have great chemistry. I think for a big man, he stretches the floor. And I think that, you know, John, him and in the pick and roll is pretty dynamic. And so just uh, that offensively and then defensively, I, I think that, you know, he's a pretty good rim protector as well. So, I mean, he, he's super young still, too. So, I, I'm, you know, it's pretty uh, bad that they didn't have him all year. I think that that really hurt uh, their chances. I mean, they're still they're still not doing too bad. There's uh, two games above 500. But I think, you know, going down the stretch as he gets more and more minutes uh, on the team as he comes back from injury, I think that, you know, they, they realistically have a good chance to – uh, sneak into that six seed because the Blazers, as of late, they have not been playing well, uh, especially down the stretch in, in late game scenarios. And then Dallas, uh, the I saw you know Chris Porzingis got hurt the other night uh, on Thursday. I don't know how long he'll be out for, but he just hasn't been able to stay healthy all year. And you know Luka Doncic can't, you know he, <laughs> Luka Doncic can't carry the team, you know all the time. Obviously, he's a great player, but uh, he, he needs help from his other teammates. So I, I think that the Grizzlies are in a good spot, especially with Jaron Jackson back to you know try and make a push for that six seed. No, that's a good point. So a lot of important um, – obviously, all three of these guys have an impact uh, coming down the stretch for, for their teams, most importantly probably being Anthony Davis with that Lakers team trying to, you know, scrape their way away from that seven seed. Uh, maybe a little extreme to think they might fall down that far. But um, – It's only you know, three teams. That's true. If, um, you know. Getting them a, a tough playoff matchup is probably the objective of all the other Western Conference teams. I guarantee uh, other teams are giving them 110% every time they go out there. That's how it works with the uh, the championship caliber teams here <clears throat> in this league. Um, so we're going to get into some games we're looking forward to this weekend. Uh, before that, though, we're going to run you guys an ad from Clovercrest Media. I love wiffle ball. No other way to explain it. Just something about the game, the feel of the grass, smacking that ball all over the field, making plays, diving head first, whatever it takes to get the job done. That's what wiffle ball means to me. Striking out grown men, watching their knees buckle on a call third strike. Sit out, bud. And then, of course, 
the home runs, the base hits, the big, big home runs at the big moments. That's a whiff of greatness. Join us all season long for the Joe Aguirre story, a CMG podcast. One of the greatest athletes known to man, Joe Aguirre. <laughs> we got to check that out this uh, coming yeah, up this, this summer. <laughs> looks like the Grom in the previews. Yeah, hey, you know he can do it. Call him Shohei Otani. He can do it two ways. Um, anyways, <laughs> I'm gonna stick with the NBA here on this show, um, guys. Let me hear some games you're looking forward to, Sean. Why don't you go first? I'm going to go with the uh, Grizzlies Blazers uh, Sunday at four. They they played a game last night. It, it was a really good game. It, it was close right down to the wire. Um, I, I switched over to that game once the Nuggets Warriors uh, game got, you know, it kind of turned into a blowout. But I, I saw the last, you know, uh, half of the game and it was really exciting. So and, and like we just brought up, Jaron Jackson will be back. So I think this is a, a, going to be a really fun game with a lot of offense. Uh, I think that, you know, the Blazers, they really need to pick it up. So. I'm sure Dame will come out uh, with some purpose, and you know he needs some help from CJ and Norman Powell, and uh, I think it will be a pretty good battle between you know Nurkic and Canner going against the big guys and uh, Valanciunas and uh, Jaron Jackson being back. So I, I think it will be a really fun game. They just like I said, they played last night. So uh, this is what I like about to the, the these back to backs. You know when they play uh, every couple of days is that you know if you get a good game one night, then they're going to be playing uh, you know just two nights ahead. So. I think it'll be uh, a lot of fun to watch, and hopefully it'll be uh, just as entertaining as uh, last night's game. But uh, who are you going to go with that? Well, if you're know, if you bored or you want to watch Sean's game, you can go with that. But <laughs> if you have a remote, you could grab it right now. You can catch the Knicks playing the Toronto Raptors right now as they go oh, for nine in a row. And listen, I'm, I'm going to keep telling you to watch the Knicks until they lose, until everyone jumps on board. The Knicks are going for nine in a row, so tune in right now. That's what I'm going to be watching in a few. Jake, um, who do you abhor, Swit? No, I'm just kidding. No, uh, I, I, I'm sticking with Memphis. I, I, I'm gonna go, but Monday I'm gonna go Memphis versus the Nuggets. Uh, Jokic versus Valanciunas, good matchup. Aaron Gordon versus new Jaron Jackson back. Um, also, I, I've been thinking a lot about this since our last show, and Joker for me, he's the MVP right now. Just with the assists and the triple doubles, uh, and plus he's played in every game. Uh, I, I I was listening to Charles Barkley talk about it on uh, TNT, and I I'm, I know it's weird. Charles Barkley sold me though. Charles Barkley made <laughs> a lot of sense. That's so, your problem. You're listening to Charles Barkley. Uh, but Lucas, what's your game? Um. <laughs> So it's actually coming up on ESPN right after Isaiah's uh, Knicks lose to Toronto. Uh, the 76ers, the 76ers will be taking on the Milwaukee Bucks, who we did actually lose to the other day. Uh, we're riding a three-game losing streak right now, so we've got to turn the boat around. Not overly concerned, though. Um, Joel Embiid has been playing like an absolute monster despite the losses. Uh, so I'm just really looking forward to seeing this team. Uh, the Bucks are a team right now that are very, very hot. Um, they are still pushing for that one seed. Giannis, obviously, very, very hungry for a championship, <clears throat> having you know an excellent season, of course 28 points a game, 11 rebounds. Joel Embiid, 30 points a game, 11 rebounds. That should be 
a battle just like it was the other night. Hopefully the uh, outcome is reversed, though. I want to see the 76ers come out on top. And uh, speaking of red-hot teams, that'll that'll take us right into our next topic. Uh, Isaiah, you, you started us off saying the Knicks are going for their ninth straight win as we speak. The Washington Wizards have also um, won seven games in a row and catapulted themselves into the 10 seed in the East, which means playoff play-in for them. Um, Sean, I'll go to you first. Uh, I won't have you do any Knicks analysis. I'll save that for Isaiah. Oh, um, thank God. Don't flatter me. He can do it if he wants to. I know he wants to. <laughs> you know what? Actually, yeah, that would be interesting. Tell me. Tell me. Um, Let us know. How tell you me, feel? Sean. Can the Knicks um, stay in the fourth seed the rest of the season or give us a prediction? Where will the Knicks finish? Yeah, I mean this uh, this stretch for them, the eight game winning streak. Uh, I think it's it's been a great run, Isaiah. Um, but uh, unfortunately, I think at some point it's going to come to an end. I'm not sure if it will be today. I, I think they have a good chance of beating the Raptors, but um, they've you know during this stretch they've been shooting out of their minds. You know, offensively they've been scoring a lot of points, and I just I just don't know if that's going to last. Obviously, defensively it's it's uh, I think they could stay in any game, but I just don't think this offense will you know be able to stay you know where it is right now. And a team like Atlanta, they're tied with them right now. Uh, they just have to. Tiebreaker, and I think that you know, ever since Nate McMillan's been in there at coach, uh, I think that they've really turned it around. So I think that Atlanta has probably has the best shot to stay at that four seed, and then you have a team like the Celtics who are only a game back that are creeping up. So I, I think that you know, obviously, I, I think the Knicks will be right there at a, at a five or six seed, but uh, unfortunately, is that I don't I don't think they'll get that home court advantage this year. But uh, what what are your thoughts on that? I'm sure you think that they'll uh, be staying at that four seed. Oh, he's speechless. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, Matt, right? No, actually, surprisingly, I agree with you. Um, The Knicks have a very difficult schedule coming up. You talk about they have the Suns twice. You have the Clippers in there. You have the Lakers in there. You have the Spurs, who are definitely not easy, no matter even when they're not, you know, the top team in the league. So the Knicks have a very difficult schedule down the stretch. I think the biggest thing for them is going to be about how many games they could pull out of that. Because like Sean said, the streak's going to end at some point. It's great, but it's not going to go on forever as much as Knicks fans want to see it. But as far as the four seed, I do still think it's obtainable, but it's going to be how they handle this stretch coming down. Like you said, It's going to be very tough, but I think we can get it. Is that help? Is that making <laughs> get out with me? All right, cool. It's all right. Whatever. We got the receipt. Jace, you think the uh, Knicks can hold on to that, that top four spot, or do you think they'll slip a little bit? Uh, I I like it. I, I think they can. Uh, Julius Randle's playing out of his mind. Uh, I, I he, I, I think he can carry them, and I mean they, everyone, everyone around the Knicks, their chemistry is really, really good, and I, I think that's what's going to keep them uh, afloat. And also how how well they play defense, which uh, isn't is pretty hard to find in the league nowadays. But uh, I, I do think they can get that. I don't know if they can stay at that four seed, but they will. They will probably they a hundred percent will be playing the Hawks round one. I will say one thing. That. Before, well, before you jump to Lucas, I will say one thing. Alex Burke is not back for the Knicks, and he has been impressive for the Knicks all year long. Alex Burke has really been holding it down in yeah. key clutch situations. So when he gets back, it's going to add another thing to the Knicks. So maybe that could push them to keep their four seed. But I didn't want to, you know, discredit or disvalue Alex. He was he's really good for this team. He's really clutch and important. Huge signing over the year, over the um, summer. But uh, yeah, Lucas. Yeah, um, down the Knicks. just want to. No, I'm not even going to talk about the Knicks. They're not worth my time. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> I think the Knicks obviously defensively have looked very impressive. 
um, Julius Randle, obviously that dark horse MVP candidate we talk about all the time. I mean, they've looked fantastic. Uh, very surprising. A lot of people this year thought they wouldn't be very good. Julius Randle has obviously taken a massive, massive leap. And hopefully, you know, next summer for fans' sake, like Isaiah, they can bring in uh, a top-tier free agent. Uh, although Isaiah's shaking his head. You don't you don't want them to bring in a free agent? You just don't think they will. No need for it. There's no need for it. I feel like I feel like the biggest issue with the Knicks for the last couple of years has been looking for a savior. And I think they continue to on course in the way they're going, they'll build a pretty good team. You could probably make RJ Barrett into your next whatever. Him and Randall, you can make a duo there. I don't think you need to get a free agent. I just think it's overrated and a waste of money at this point. Look at the Nets. They got four of them. They can't keep them on the court. (laughs) I mean, but the Nets are also 20 games above 500. You guys are only six. What does that mean? If you don't, I mean, like I said, when the playoffs start, that becomes a whole nother season. The Nets don't make it past the first round. God forbid, you know, say injuries happen or whatever it is. It looks like a complete waste of time and money. So I prefer not to get a free agent. Well, that's very interesting. I didn't thought you would feel completely different about that. Um, and then the other team we're talking about here, the Wizards. Uh, we'll go. We'll go in the reverse order this time. Jace, I'll start with you. Obviously, this team has some superstars. Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal are two top players in this league. And you know, the surrounding cast isn't horrible. It just seems like uh, during the season they've had their lows for whatever reason that might be, whether it be chemistry or just not being able to click. Uh, like I said, they have catapulted themselves into that 10 seed. They have won seven straight games. Uh, they've looked the best they've looked all year. Jace, if this Wizards team makes the playoffs, can they give anyone trouble in that first round? Um, I, I think they can. Uh, I mean, Russ is Russ. And then you have one of the best scorers in the league right now, Bradley Beal. Uh, I, I think if they get hot, if Bradley Beal's hitting some shots – I, I think they can beat anyone, and I, I mean, especially if Russ and if Russ is also putting up triple doubles with ease. But uh, I, I think the real struggle, though, is them staying at that ten uh, spot and getting into the plan. I, I do think if they get into the plan, they can get into the playoffs because Russ's ability to take over games. But uh, I think that's going to be the struggle. They got some tough games. Uh, at Atlanta twice, Milwaukee at Milwaukee, uh, playing the Lakers in a uh, a couple weeks. No, later this week. Uh, so they got some tough games coming up, and uh, so I, I don't. I want them to get in there. If they do get in there, they can make some noise, but uh, it's going to be tough to do that. Yeah. So um, that being said, um, Isaiah. What do you take for the Wizards? Do you think they could be a viable threat in the first round, or do you think they'll kind of just get swept? I think it's going to be a sweep situation. I think it's going to take a little too much for them to get in. I think it's going to take too much of Russ and Beal to get in, and by the time they get in, at that point, the team would probably be worn down at that point. you got two options on offense, really, for the most part. Not many options outside of it. Not the greatest defense. And when you talk about the teams that could be in the play-in, you're talking about teams that could possibly have been the number four seed or number five seed. You're talking about the Celtics or the Hawks or one of those teams that were up there competing for that position. So I don't see them really making a deep run or even getting a, a win in a buy. And I'm sorry, I think it's going to take too much between from Russell Westbrook and Bill just to get them there, so them to get a win. 
Maybe Sean, Sean sees it differently. I was going to say, Sean, how do you, what do you make of this Wizards running streak? Uh, yeah, I mean, they've been really impressive uh, over this winning streak, and uh, Russell Westbrook has been playing really well. Uh, you know, he, he's, he struggled really uh, early on, especially with shooting the ball, but, I mean, he's been shooting at a, a much more efficient clip uh, as of recently. You know, obviously, he's a triple-double machine. But uh, like Zay said, I mean, they they could score with a lot of teams, but I, I think their defense is what uh, really holds them back. And I do think that if they get into the play-in scenario, I, I think they have a good chance of uh, – you know, winning uh, against a team like the Hornets, who, you know, they're just, they've been struggling as of late. They're four and six in their last 10, and maybe LaMelo Ball can do something for them, but I could see them beating them and, and getting into the uh, eight spot. But I mean, if they go against the Nets, who's at the one seed right now, I think that, you know, they'll, there will be a lot of high scoring games in the series, but I'm not sure that the Wizards will come away from, come away with a win in any of them. I just think that, you know, obviously the Nets have uh, some great scoring, and I, I think that the Wizards will be able to stay, you know, within five and ten, five or ten points in most of the games, but I just think their defense is, is what's going to hold them back. So uh, I think it will be entertaining to see them in the playoffs. Obviously, you know, Russ turns it up in the playoffs. It'll be uh, fun to see Bradley Beal there, who hasn't been there in a couple of years ever since, you know, John Wall got injured a couple of years ago. But I think that, you know, it, it'll be, you know, good TV to watch uh, if they do make it just because uh, – just because of their offense. Yeah. Um, so only time will tell where these teams go uh, come season's end. You never know. The Knicks could be lifting up the championship trophy uh, at the end of June. So anything right, is let's, possible. Let's relax with that. <laughs> you never know. Anything is possible. You never know. Every uh, team could get COVID, and then the bro, Knicks will be the only ones. The left. Knicks get that um, four seed, and they knock off that team, whoever it be. And they happen to get the Nets in the second round. I think it'll get interesting. I I want the Nets. Like KD wants the Knicks. I want the Nets. You don't even understand it. Oh. Very very bold take right there. I um, want them. <laughs> I want get, them. I will. We're gonna we're gonna get into our third topic of the day right after this uh, ad from Clovercrest Media. Uh, my brain's saying go Whitaker, my heart's saying go Gaslam, so I'm going to go Gaslam. You're, I got to tell you, your words confuse me. I'm standing there with the bat, and then here comes this Bugs Bunny pitch. Oh, <laughs> I like it because he he's he he's makes some sense right until like the last four or five seconds, <laughs> and then everything everything goes different than what he just said, and a different name comes out of his mouth. Throwing jabs available for download on your favorite podcast platform. All right, so I always like to end with something fun. I think this will be kind of fun to hear what your guys' answer was um, to this. Basically, I want to know if you had to make a one-on-one dream matchup with one current player and one retired player. Obviously, they both be in their primes at the time the matchup is taking place. Uh, Which matchup would intrigue you guys the most? Sean, I want to start with you. I'm going to go with some big men here. I'm going to go uh, Bill Russell versus uh, Joel Embiid. I think that, you know, Bill Russell, from all the older people that saw him play, said that, you know, he was one of the most 
uh, dominant defensive players that they've ever seen. And uh, obviously, you know, with the season that Joel Embiid is having, I just think it would be fun to see a big man matchup like that. I, I want to see if, you know, Bill Russell can actually hold down the paint against a guy like Joel Embiid, you know, who has obviously, you know, such size and strength down there. So I think uh, a big man matchup between them two would be really fun to watch. Uh, I think that, you know, on the other side of the ball too, Bill Russell, he wasn't, you know, known as a, a very dominant offensive player, but obviously, you know, he can grab some boards down there. He can get you some buckets. And Joel Embiid is a, a great defensive player too. So I, I think, you know, it would be a really intriguing big man matchup. Obviously, we don't see that a lot in the NBA nowadays. It's more, you know, uh, a lot more guard play and it, the the floor is obviously more spread out. But I think, you know, to see some bigs like that banging down low would be a, a lot of fun to watch. Isaiah, what about you, man? I'm here for all the smoke. I want to see Kyrie go up against Wessel Westbrook. Kevin Durant want to leave people off his list on who's the best players he played with. I want to see that matchup right there. Two of the best point guards to ever play the game, obviously. They'll go down in the Hall of Fame at some point. And I just want to see them play. I want to sit next to KD. I want to see them two play. Decide who's the two, you know, who's the best that he ever played with because those are two, like I said, two electrifying, two of the most exciting point guards I've ever seen play the game, honestly. Jace, what about you, man? I'm going to go with my Utah Jazz and Carl Malone against Anthony Davis. The both two of the best power forwards ever to play the game. And, I mean, Anthony Davis, I, I would just love to see how Anthony Davis can deal with Carl Malone's size and strength. And uh, just to uh, just to see Carl Malone try and score on Anthony Davis would be interesting. I was going to say Shaq and Joel Embiid, but Sean stole Joel from me. So I'm going to go, I'm gonna go Carl Malone and uh, Anthony Davis. Jason. <laughs> I believe it or not, I'm happy Sean stole that from you because I do like that matchup a lot better. That's very intriguing. But um, <laughs> part of me wanted to joke around and go Muggsy Bogues versus Boban Marjanovic. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, I don't think you guys could take me seriously. So why not do the one matchup that everyone has wanted to see their entire life? Michael Jordan versus LeBron James. I mean, come on. Two of them are obviously very, very um, great defensive players in their own respect and very great offensive players. LeBron does have the size advantage, and uh, they're both very athletic. They're both argued to be the greatest of all time. Uh, so why don't we, in this hypothetical world, get them both in their best form and have them go one-on-one? -on -one? That, to me, would be the most intriguing matchup I could think of in my head. No, Isaiah, you're shaking I was, your head. Yeah. I think that's the horrible idea. I'm a LeBron fan. I want to continue to say he's better than Jordan forever. If you actually give me proof that he's not better, I can't <laughs> I can't have that argument no more. <laughs> that's it's a horrible idea. Let's continue with the what if as long as we go. Hey, I'd if? rather see LeBron against like a, a Magic Johnson, someone who's still still got the size and the ball handling ability. Nah, you don't like that say? I don't I think their styles don't match up. I that I mean, obviously with the Jordan LeBron does make sense, but I don't know, man. Maybe LeBron I want to see Magic, Bird. Maybe Magic LeBron if they were playing like 5 on 5, I'd probably want to see that because then you get the assist game in there and then we could both see their passing skills against each I'd like to probably see that one on one. Two of the LeBron? greatest passes of all time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. One on one, probably I probably want to see Kobe and Matt and and Jordan before I see LeBron and Jordan. Probably Kobe and Jordan before LeBron and Jordan. 
I just want one of the, the, the fan bases to shut up for the rest of the time. That's the only reason I do. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. I'm not mad at that. I like that. Idea. For all the marbles. I was going to take that, but I, I figured everyone was going to pick that just because I, I feel like yeah. that was the, the That's obvious the choice, but... SpongeBob Square pick. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but that where it is. Mugsy, <laughs> Mugsy versus Bulbon. How about that one? Let's, I like let's that. Let's take in the crown. Be very I'm, intriguing. Is that a Fisher Price suit? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Mugsy could uh, just run around, tire him out, and then shoot a three. Yeah. Anyways, um, another one: Oscar got. Robinson versus Russ. Russ all go. day. That's my guy. So you got Russ versus Kyrie. You got Russ. <laughs> Russ is my favorite player. Hell yeah, I got Russ. That would be interesting, though. Those two in a prime, that would be very interesting. I think right. Kyrie's uh, handles would worry me, but I, I still got to go with Russ. I don't think he could handle Russ going to the rack. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I don't think he can hear that. There was that. There was a time where I, myself, I know my opinion doesn't carry much weight at all, but <laughs> I consider Russell Westbrook the best point guard in the league. So um, oh, yeah. that would be very, very intriguing. Um, I think that's all we got for today. Uh, posting up podcasts brought to you by Clovercrest Media. We're here every Tuesday and Saturday, Tuesday at 5, Saturday at 1. Uh, thanks to Sean Scanlon, Kingsley, and Big Chase uh, for Luke's Bulldog. This has been the Posting Up Podcast. Clovercrest Media Group is home to over 30 individual podcasts like Divide We Stand, I'll Piss You Off Shortly, Speaking It Real, and so much more. At Clovercrest, our sound engineers only believe in the best sounding audio quality, and their expertise will make your podcast sound professional and pleasing to your viewers. As a media group, we are obliged to every type of media available, including, but not limited to, video, audio, photography, and digital media marketing, as well as live streaming, and so much more. As we say here at CMG, the harder we work, the luckier we'll get. To jumpstart your podcast or program, go to clovercrestmedia.com and get to recording today.